Welcome everybody to my podcast, Big Little Small Talk. I'm Megan O'Hara-Sullivan and I love to talk, but I also love to listen. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you enjoy the episode. So, Anahita, we met because we work together yeah. in my other life when I'm an optometrist. Yeah. Um, but you're not working, you're working in that capacity, but you're doing something else you're studying at the moment, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. What are you studying? At the moment, I'm studying a Bachelor of Biomedical Sciences at USQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that will then get you a job as a biomedical scientist or have you got some other plans that you're um, working because sometimes people so I know do biomedical science if they want to get into medicine or yeah. optometry for instance yeah. is that what you're planning on doing not really so this is my second semester so what I'm planning to do I already have a bachelor degree bachelor of nutrition sciences um, from my home country Iran so I'm not qualified to work as a nutritionist here in Australia so while I was just like thinking what I really want to do because they told me that I have to do like some exams and um, stuff like that just to be qualified um, as I always wanted to be like a dentist I thought that I might just apply to study dentistry so because I never studied anything in English I just decided to start with Bachelor of Biomedical Sciences and do it for like a year and see how it goes and then actually I've already applied for dentistry so I'm gonna hear back from them in four months hopefully okay yeah so I'm presuming then that you'd get some credits from your biomedical um, course when you go to do different dentistry I don't think so so yeah um I actually had a chat with like with a couple of people um like me who like they they studied a bachelor degree before going to study dentistry and they said like they don't give any credits or anything like that for yeah and doing a courses studying in australia they said that this is the first time you've studied yeah. english so you did your nutrition. diet nutrition yeah. course in your home country in yeah. iran in persian yeah right and so how has the degree been going in English? Um, actually, what I thought, I thought that it's going to be like pretty hard for someone like me. Um, so obviously English is my second language, but it's been pretty good. Like, yeah, I'm enjoying it. What's been the most difficult part, do you think? Um, for me, assignments, definitely. Mm-hmm. Just Yeah, just like academic writings and stuff that, like that. Yeah, it's a bit difficult for me. But I mean, they do give lots of um, supports in the library and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you go with the referencing? Um, they do have some guides online, so it's pretty good. But yeah, it was a bit like confusing, um, especially um, on the first semester, but it's it's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah. And how did you go first semester? Um, so I studied um, three subjects in the first semester. I'm actually doing it full time. Um, you're doing you're studying full time and you're working full time. Working permanent part time. Yeah. How many hours a week is that? Um, twenty eight hours per week. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and studying full time, and also trying to, uh, like, going to gym every day. Like, you go to the gym yeah, every day. Remain like healthy and like yeah. And do you have any social life in amongst all of that? Um, not really. To be <laughs> honest, I'm just yeah. 
not too much socialising, yeah. all studying and all exercising. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about why you've got this passion to be a dentist. What's, what's driving you to do that? So my mom and dad, they're both dentists. And yeah, so um, they both studied their degree back in Iran. And my dad is qualified to work here in Australia. He, he, he already um, did some exams. So um, he's a dentist here. He has his own dental practice. My mom is not qualified to work as a dentist here. So yeah, um, as I to work as a dental assistant, if you're not qualified yeah, here, you can. Yeah, yeah, you don't need any certification or mm-hmm. anything like that for um doing like working as a dental assistant Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah i worked as a dental assistant for i would say almost two years yeah in different dental Mm -hmm. practices is that here or in in iran um in australia okay yeah and is this your first attempt to try and get into dentistry it's not no um so last year i applied to get in uh i was just like i'm just gonna give it a go to see uh what like prerequisites they need and yeah so i applied last year but they actually um told me that my gpa is not good enough that's why I did like they told me to do um the Bachelor of Biomedical Sciences mm-hmm. um, just to improve my GPA. So mm-hmm. now I have to just maintain a really good GPA to get right. into dentistry. Right. Yeah. So had you applied in Iran as well to get into dentistry? Yeah, so it's actually pretty competitive over there because of like a really big population. I did try to get into dentistry two times but didn't work. Right. So I decided to just like study a Bachelor of Nutrition Sciences. Right. And um, what was the period of time between each? Could you only apply once a year? Once so a you, year. So, so you when you, once? Yeah. So when you're in grade 12, like you're 18 years old, at the very end, um, you have to do an entry exam uh, for uni. So um, I did it once. Normally everyone, like every year 12 student, they do it only once but like I did it twice so I did it for two years and it didn't work and what did you do in the meantime in between those two attempts did you just studying you were studying the nutrition then okay right yeah yeah okay so you just kept going you thought I want to have another go yeah I just can't give it give the dream up yeah yeah it's just such determination I can't sort of (laughs) imagine to have a dream that is out there and you just you just keep holding on. Yeah. So you probably don't really um, want to answer this because I know you want to stay positive. But yeah. what's the plan B if um, um. <laughs> in January, I don't want to be a downer and yeah. bring you down, but do you have a plan or you just think I'm, def- I'm just not going to think yeah, about Yeah, I really it? don't have any plan Bs because um, I was like, if I'm going to do it, because I'm actually at the moment, I'm 25 years old. So dentistry is going to like take me five years um so I'll be like 30 31 when I finish mm-hmm. and so I was like this is gonna be my last chance so if it's gonna work it's just gonna work yeah. so I'm not thinking about anything else but um I do have my nutrition degree so if it doesn't work yeah I might just sit some exams and like yeah maybe do something with that yeah. and have you got with the dentistry is there something where do you see yourself do you see yourself you know, going back to Iran or do you see yourself working in a suburban practice in Toowoomba or I going think and... I would definitely, if I get a chance to get in and like finish it, I'll definitely come back to Toowoomba and maybe just like um, 
working my dad's dental practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just got a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably wants to go on holiday yeah. sometimes. <laughs> so tell me about growing up in Iran. How old were you when you came to Australia? First, when we came to Australia, I was seven. So I think it was 2003, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and what was the circumstances of coming out then? We went to Sydney first when we came um, to Australia. My dad just wanted to see how is Australia like, how, how it looks like, how it feels like living in it. So we came to Australia. We stayed here only for two weeks and we stayed in a friend's house and he liked it because I think when we first came here, we, we were definitely just on a visa. Like, it, yeah. And we're just like, yeah, we liked it. So we went back and he was like, okay, so I'm just going to study, do my exams and then, then we're going to go back. So he studied a lot, did his exams, which were like really hard. And how long did that take him? Um, I really don't know. I think I... Would it have been years or yeah, months? Yeah, I would say like a year or like two. Because I do remember I was like, I was only seven. But I do remember that he always just like, he was always studying. Mm. And he said he sat there behind the table and like studied and stuff. And he was like, he always um, came next to me and... You were like, stop studying, just like pay attention to me. And yeah. I was like, okay, I can't remember that. Like, yeah. So yeah, then he did his exams and like, yeah. So he was a qualified dentist in Australia. So then he came back, went to Sydney, lived there for three years. And you were still in Iran? Yeah. yeah. So um, my mom, my sister and I, we were just like living in Iran, but like in summer um, in Iran, but it was just like winter here. We always came here like... I went to school for three months, something like that, and then, yeah. Oh, so you were on holidays from school in Iran, but yeah, you had to go to yeah, school in yeah, Australia. Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you find that experience? Your, your English, I man, would imagine, wasn't good yeah, at that stage. Did was, you speak any English? Yeah, so we started learning English since we were six, my sister and I both. My mom just um, took us to a private institute, and then, yeah, we started learning English since we were six up until we were like 18 mm-hmm. something like that so but one thing our to learn, english... Um, learn english in a um at an academy in iran so yeah. you plonked in a school in what suburb in sydney a state school was it i think it was yeah it was Campbelltown, but i can't remember the school oh it doesn't matter anyway so yeah. you you went um you're in grade what grade was that um, I think fourth grade of primary school. Okay, so you're in 10. the fourth grade. Yeah, you go along to school. Have you? Do you wear a uniform when yeah. you go? Yeah, you got the uniform yeah. to go. And tell me about the the experience of going to school there. It was it was pretty good. I was like pretty excited about it, but <laughs> kids just I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was because of my look or like because I definitely look different um, from Australian people. Um, they really didn't like me, uh, or maybe because it was just like my English was not as good as them, or, yeah, so... It was terrifying, was it? Yeah. And sad? It was a bit, yeah. So, because um, I was like, I was a really kind um, kid, like really popular kind kid, uh, back in my home country yeah like um, kids they really loved me when we went to school I really like to help other people like yeah so I had lots of friends but then when I first came here and like um, yeah I went to school nobody liked me and like yeah they were a bit 
I don't know, um, rude, mean, mean, mm. yeah. Well, it makes me so sad to yeah. hear that, to think of you as sort of as a, as a little girl going to school yeah. and not being able to understand it, but you knew that the vibe wasn't good yeah. and, uh, right. And you were so, you would have been so lonely. Yeah. I only had one friend and yeah, mm. she was really nice, but yeah. yeah, other kids, they didn't, they didn't like me. Right. And by the end of your three months, were you starting to settle, do you think? Um, I mean... Not really. <laughs> the thing is that, yeah. So um, I actually, um, the good point about like going to school in Australia was that we didn't get to do lots of homeworks. Whereas, <laughs> <laughs> whereas back in my home country, we just like had to do lots and lots of homeworks. And it was just like, just, like pretty, yeah, it was pretty hard for us to go to school there. So whenever I came to Australia, like went to school here I was like I really like school because because I didn't have to do lots of homework yeah (laughs) right so what was your schedule like in Iran you'd had you had a lot of uh, after school you would do yeah so um we definitely had to do lots of homeworks every day and we need to prepare it like for the next day so Mm. yeah so we didn't um have lots of free time Mm. we were just like studying studying and like yeah Mm. whereas when I went to school here. It was just like we had lots of fun. We were always just like playing sports and like yeah. So we and didn't have to do lots of homeworks. We only had um I, I don't know. We only had one homework like per week. Right. And that was it. <laughs> Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> your your sister, your elder sister, Fanish, yeah. is three years older than yeah. you. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So what was her experience like coming to school in Australia? I think she had a better better experience than me, like because she was older than me. I think the other students around her, they were just like more understanding and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Were you she, at the same school together? No, just like the, the schools are like pretty close, but uh, I went to primary school, she went to secondary school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, she, I think she loved it because like she was um, learning how to play guitar, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like she was learning how to speak Italian and lots of, yeah, cool things. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it seems like, right. yeah, you're enjoying it more yes. than me. That reminds me of a story when my kids were little, they were in daycare, I went back to work and I came to the daycare centre and they were in different age groups and I came there and I could see them, they were separated by like a pool fence and yeah. they were, the one was sitting on one side of the pool fence and one was sitting on the other side and they were just sitting there holding each other's hands. Like Aww. honestly, it nearly <laughs> broke my heart Aww. to see them. I know, <laughs> it was so sad and I just feel for your parents, like I know that they would have thought it's a really good experience for you yeah. to, to be doing this, but then you'd come home and you'd probably be trying to be very upbeat and, oh, it's yeah. great, you know, we're doing sport. Yeah, but, exactly. you know, if, if you're not accepted by a group. And do you think that that taught you anything in terms of going back to Iran, in terms of accepting other kids that came to your school then or um, how you treated other people? I was pretty nice to all of the kids at my school in Iran. But, like, the thing is that when this happened to me at that time, um, I don't know, it it made me just, like, like, when I'm going to a new place now, I'm a bit stressed right. because of that experience. I'm like, what if nobody likes me? What if I can't, like, I don't 
I can't make any friends. It's just a bit stressful for me now. Right. And yeah. you think it sort of stems back to that I situation. So. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Yeah. So did you only come to school in Australia once or did you come yeah. out every holidays and no, have to go to school? No, just once. But yeah. my sister went to school twice. Because like the first time when we came here, I was just like, um, I was seven. Then the second time we came here, I was about like eight, something mm. like that. And I was just like, yeah too like too you just said i'm not going to go yeah yeah but like my sister went to school i think the second time we came to sydney we were in chatswood yeah and then we went to campbelltown right yeah yeah oh wow what an experience so are your grandparents still alive in iran um my grandma yeah but one of my grandmas yes but like the other one just passed away from COVID. Um, oh no! Three months ago. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Right. Oh. And um, do you sort of feel like a girl torn between sort of two places that you're not Australian but you're not yeah, Iranian? Exactly. Tell I, me about that. I call myself a non-Australian Australian because yeah. I'm a citizen, but I'm not Australian. Like, yes. yeah, it's yeah. a bit of yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a different experience. It seems like you don't belong to Iran. At the same time, you don't belong mm. to Australia. Yeah. When I'm at council and we're doing the citizenship ceremonies, I'm always looking at these people and just trying to imagine what it would be like for me being in their country and taking that citizenship. Yeah. And I always feel so emotional about it because I think, you know, taking citizenship in another country is a really big deal, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's... It feels really good, like, I'm pretty grateful, but, yeah, it's just, like, it seems like you're missing um, some parts of, yeah, yeah, I don't know how to just explain it, it's just, mm. yeah, it's different. Do you feel almost a little bit sort of disloyal, or you just sort of feel like, no, this is where we are, and this is what we're doing, and now, yeah. now I'm an Australian citizen. Yeah. Do you find to people in Toowoomba are quite there's a a good multicultural mix that uh, no matter they might not be Iranian, but they're um they're people from somewhere else, and so accepting of um of you. I would say when I go to Brisbane, I find it more like multicultural compared to Toowoomba. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. like they're not. I wouldn't see, like... I don't really see that many people from different cultures in Toowoomba. Oh, see, you're yeah. not getting out enough. You're studying, you're working. <laughs> yeah. You don't you, I know what the problem here is. <laughs> we need to get you to somewhere where there's lots more people from other countries, I would imagine. Okay, well, that's been very interesting. And uh, I went to Iran a few years ago, which yeah. um, was an amazing experience. I think yeah. I'm really glad that... Well, I'm glad I went anywhere, really, because I mm-hmm. don't think we'd be going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. But I had this misconception, of course, um, turned out to be a misconception, that there was going to be armed people on every street corner and um, yeah. and that my scarf would go too far back on my forehead and someone and the morality police yeah. would be over <laughs> and sort of telling me, uh, you know, being frightening. But it was an, an incredibly beautiful place. We went up into the mountains where people were living in little caves yeah. and then down into the metropolitan place of Tehran and, and how cosmopolitan that is. Yeah. Give me a sort of a sense of your perception of the differences between living in Iran and living in Australia what's the sort of the first thing that comes into your mind it's pretty different like 
living in because the thing is that we're living in Tubumba which is not a really big city comparing like to Tehran which is the capital city it's just mm. yeah it's just like it's really different we were all living in Tehran which which is like it has like a population of 20 million so it's so crowded and everybody's just like in a rush everybody's just like yeah Mm. running around and but it's a beautiful city i love it Mm. i mean i lived in it for 23 years um compared to tubumba tubumba is just like so beautiful so quiet and like you can go to wherever you want in 10 minutes i love it because like in tehran if you wanted to go like if i wanted to go from our house to my grandma's it um took me like two hours Mm -hmm. which was just like yeah is that on public transport or anything just um, driving in our own car yeah yeah within the same city Yeah. yeah okay and what about the sort of the restrictions in terms of young people and um you know sort of going out and drinking and all of those sorts of things is that been completely different yeah so tell me about what what young people we noticed that there was a very big picnicking culture in around yeah love to go for picnics the Um, thing is that we we love to just like gather in groups and like have fun whereas what i see in australia i think people like to do their own things on their own Mm. like they would like to just like uh, climb, climb, like climb the tabletop on their own, but what we like to do is just, is just like go and do it in groups. Mm. I don't know if, if if it's the right thing or not. So. I say like in terms of you know well, we were so conscious of the of the way that we would particularly me as a woman how I was dressed and um, yeah those sorts of restrictions. Did you feel so, that that was weird coming from? A country where there was a lot of restrictions to virtually seeing people in bikinis in shopping centres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the thing is that um, when when we first came to Australia, um, the thing is that I was like pretty lucky that I grew up in a family that like we were always travelling to different countries. So when we first came to Australia, it wasn't my first time going to another country. So it wasn't pretty like different to me. I used to see people in other countries like with the same style of dress dresses and like yeah um mm. clothing and all of that but um the thing is that in Iran um it's compulsory to wear um hijab so you have to cover yourself and yeah all of that which is like so different to Australia so are you wearing bikinis in the shopping center <laughs> <Definitely> not <laughs> That's I'm getting time. there <laughs> only at Caloundra, I think, <laughs> when you go on holidays. Lots of people in Toowoomba go to Caloundra for holidays yeah. and you start wearing your bikinis. But, but it's pretty, like, you guys are, like, pretty lucky because, like, um, Iran is, um, in summer, it gets really hot mm. and, like, you have to cover yourself in, like, mm. when it's just, like, 38 degree, 39 mm. degree and it's just, like, it's insane, yeah. Just from a, even from a practical point of view. Yeah. But what I remember um, when we were on our trip was the the tour fellow was talking about the sanctions and the um, you know their relationship with America and all of yeah. that and how the the sanctions is it the sanctions the yeah, um, yeah are really restrictive and um, but then and I mean it's such an obvious old truth but everyone across the world is exactly the same there is nothing new under the sun everyone yeah. just loves their family yeah, exactly. they love their neighbors they want to live in a 
peaceful environment and they just want their kids to get ahead it's all yeah. just exactly the same yeah, you know exactly. no matter where you go to isn't it yeah. so well Anna Hita, that's just been such a joy hearing about how you came to come and yeah, live in Australia you. and your ambitions for being a dentist somehow I feel like you're going to get there with um, your yeah. tenacity <laughs> <laughs> and if we can't um if we if we get to January, I don't know whether you should give up. I think you should probably keep going. It's yeah. a long time working, isn't it? Yeah. You know, even if you finish when you're 31, you might have another 40 years of working yeah, or something. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. If, I, yeah. If, if I can get in. <laughs> yeah, if you can get in. That's the hard part, isn't it? No, yeah. We don't doubt that you can do it, but um, yeah. it's the getting in. It's just the competition, isn't it? Well, all the very best. Thank and you. Um, maybe we'll catch up in a little bit and see where you're up to, yeah. maybe a couple of years down the track and sure. see where you are. Perfect. Thank you very much. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining me on Big Little Small Talk. I hope you can make the time to join me next week. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favourite podcast app.